0: Old man, doing a podcast Real weirdos, we have English degrees Real weirdos, we talk about movies For way too goddamn long Oh man, what a week this has been a really, really interesting week. I don't know about you guys, but I'm exhausted, man. Like, all that. Uh, I mean, we don't need to get too deep into it, but we will say, like, what was it? Fuck off, Russian warships. <laughs> what did those guys say?
1: Yeah. Russian warship. Like that. Fuck off, or fuck you.
0: Russian warships. Fuck off. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're not political boys. We won't go too deep into that, but but I think we're all on that page. And solidarity with our Ukrainian friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's shitty.
0: That's shitty. Um, In other news, in not as depressing news, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring that came out. And I got a new cat. He's around here tearing around. What's his name? His name is Dudley, a.k.a. Chonk. I call him Chonk because he's a chunky boy and Mm -hmm. he's chill. He's like, well, he's chill in one sense because you could just pick him up and, like, do whatever you want with him. And he's like, okay, I'll be where you want me. It's fine. (laughs) But then he's also, like, he's, like, 10 months old, so he's got serious kitten energy, you know, so. And he's, like, hanging out in this room where I record. Um, Because there's other cats in the house you want to introduce them to each other slowly take a week to like get each other get used to the sense and everything like that so so i've been sleeping on the couch because <laughs> <Nice. laughs> he not let me sleep he's like 4am he's like is it time to play i'm like no man it's time to sleep i want to sleep
1: oh yeah they they like to play early early hours of the morning walking all over you and everything
0: He's like the break of dawn is here. It's time to play, right? And I'm like, no, let me sleepies. <laughs> mm. What's up, Jeff? How are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm just thinking like of a joke right now. I'm trying to be like, I'm yeah? <clears throat> trying to piece together some kind of like dog whisper daytime commercial bit, but I just mm. can't really put it together. It was just like next on A and E with the cat Whisper, <laughs> Jesse talks for ten minutes about integrating cats together and letting them take over his uh, bedroom it's
1: just super dry super yeah. like <laughs>
0: um but also it's really easy to be a cat whisperer all you have to do is whisper at a cat cat whisper. i don't know if it understands you or I not guess so
2: yeah i think it would just think you were
0: hissing mm, i guess it depends on your tonality but yeah we're here we're here to talk about a movie um what movie are we talking about we're talking about something Talking about one of the best movies
2: made pre 9 11. Exactly. We're
0: talking about an absolute junker of a film. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Just see how fucking dare you. Jesus. So, actually, so, okay, we're talking about Gone in 60 Seconds from the year 2000 by seminal master of cinema, Dominic Senna. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a joke, by the way. He did make one movie that I like, it's called California with a K. Has Brad Pitt as a serial killer? Really early Brad Pitt movie. Um, the rest of it's crap, uh, in my opinion. But um, the uh, so I think the way I want to go about this one, because the way that I feel about it, and, and I, I want you guys to be able to get out what you like about this movie, right? And like sort of nerd out. A because I think like once we get into my what my thoughts here it's going to be turned into a completely different conversation. And B, I also think that it'll be a fun conversation for you guys to have for the listener as well because I'm sure that at least one or two people are going to click on this because they also like this movie. And while my opinion is what it is, it's also just my opinion. And you guys do like this movie.
1: (laughs) 2v1. Movie's good. Debate over.
0: Um, but yeah, it's an Alex choice, so I'll let you uh, take the ball and run with it, Alexios. Uh,
1: so, I chose this movie because I think it was around the time that we had chosen that you had like talked about choosing the crow. like you were you were you you talked about that you were thinking about it. and then you said, okay, i'm gonna I'm gonna choose the crow. So,
0: We're on a run here for our childhood, like, classics that we're choosing. You know, Donnie Darko, The Crow. It was kind of like,
1: The Crow was like a 90s kind of cool, grungy cool. And I wanted to see what cinema from, like, 2000, early 2000s, I thought, emulated that style. Or at least not, not emulate the style of The Crow, but kind of play on this theme of what Hollywood cool is. And this is the perfect movie to do that. In my opinion. And it's also, I think, an extremely entertaining movie. I watched it again. I think it held up. I I fucking love this movie. (laughs) But, but, I'm not, I'm not, like, putting this movie up for any types of awards or anything like that. Um, I'll, I'll wait for the questions that I have for you, Jesse, to, like, kind of prod and, like, probe why you have the opinion you do of this movie but
0: yeah i haven't even told you my full opinion you know exactly. i don't like it but it's exactly. there's it's deeper than that so i'll yeah. wait
1: but I, I have a few questions for you that i'll wait i'll like save until the end and jeff might even end up asking them in his thoughts about this film as
2: well
0: jeff what's your history with this movie
2: this is like a man on fire situation you know where it's like A movie you liked when you were younger, and then you watch it back again, and it's just absolutely trash. But for me, it's in like the best way possible. I thought this movie was hilarious. (laughs) Like, I was rib splitting laughing from start to finish. Just, I used to think these characters were the fucking coolest. Like, I used to think every character in this movie was absolutely a pinnacle of cool. I wanted to be all of these characters at one point because my dad is really into cars. And he actually took me to see, like, a replica of Eleanor when I was young. And it was just kind of like a cool tie I had to the movie. Like, oh, I've seen this car before. And so that was fun. But, yeah, watching it as an adult, it's like, wow, this is pure, like... Just <laughs> action schlock, <laughs> just stuff in the shelves, bullshit. I mean, I don't even understand how this movie... Did this movie even turn a profit with how much I had to pay an actor's salaries?
0: I don't know. I'll dig into that while you guys continue the conversation. I mean,
1: it was like... It was like what I felt like playing Need for Speed as a kid, if it was a movie. And... I also got really into cars just at the same time as this film was like coming out and I saw it. So, I don't know. It was like, I started like looking at all these cars on the side of the street and being like, oh, that's this car. That's that car. Like, and the GT 500, you know, the Mustang is like, I still think it's one of the most beautiful cars ever, but I don't know. We'll get into all of that. But I was going to ask you, Jeff, did you want to be Sway? was that the character that you, uh i you mean i don't
2: to? i didn't want to be sway oh okay okay you know i, I get it i get it i, I didn't want to <laughs> i wanted i didn't want to be sway <laughs> be, you know
0: yes but that, that's, that's just which one was sway
2: Sway's angelina jolie's character yeah okay okay yeah but i mean just i think i thought just thought everybody was so slick and cool which i think is the point is that's the person that this movie was trying to attract was like the young car nerd who thought like oh i'm i'm the ba- I'm, I'm part of the the car boosting gang and it was just it's just so funny how it it looks like everyone's acting off a cue card <laughs> in this like the way the dialogue is like transferred between actors it looks like every single actor was filmed separately and they just like spliced their scenes together yeah (laughs) there was such a disjointed feeling to like this is supposed to be one of those like i kind of liken this to like fast and the furious like a pre-fast and the furious type exactly exactly and even how like how bad those movies are they do succeed in kind of building and i I hate to say this with that like family cohesion like with the characters what kind of it's about like, family, bro. I think in at least the first couple. I think like the characters felt like they knew each other. There was an, an ability to create like a that, that buddy crime group of people. Wait a minute.
0: So you say the first couple. This implies that you've seen more than two. I've seen the How first. Many?
2: I've seen the first two of Fast and Furious.
0: Not all of them, though.
2: No, I haven't knows.
0: seen all thirty-seven.
2: No, I haven't. But no, I do okay. feel like. In this, like, none of the actors or characters really felt like they were actually friends or actually part of a, a crew. I've never seen any of them from start
1: to finish, but I would watch this movie a hundred times over. The oh, th- sure. ever have to watch any of those movies. God, I love this movie so much. What is it? <laughs> is it?
0: Do you, do you think it's, like like, the nostalgia factor? Like, going back to, like, something I said about The Crow last week. Is that I love this movie? I love it like down to its DNA and I don't even care if it's good? Or do you think that this movie like succeeds on its own merits or what?
1: A little bit of both. And that leads me into the question that I was going to ask you. But let's say instead of a little bit of both, it's not like 50 50 here, right? Like it's, let's say it's like 75, 80% nostalgia. 20%, I do actually think that it operates on certain levels that do warrant merit and praise when it comes to the general overall movie going experience
0: like Uh, what what are the what are those things
1: it would be like different than if I was sitting down to watch Barry Lyndon right like my expectations are always going to be different so that's a conscious movie going thing I mean you choose the movie that you want to go see in theaters right if you chose this movie you probably enjoyed it when you saw it in movie theaters for the first time And it's a good movie as far as entertainment and pace go. And it's over pretty quickly. It doesn't last too long in my opinion. Like, it's so simple and so basic that they get the cars or they don't get the cars, they beat the bad guy, it's over. That's pretty much it. That's like the gist of the movie. And it's just easy to to process. The nostalgia part, is that, are you asking me to explain that part or? do you get do you understand oh no
0: i I, you can talk about whatever you want i understand the nostalgia part that part i understand about almost anything seriously okay like like that
1: no yeah so that part it's like 80 percent of it probably but as a kid watching the movie i felt like i i like knew i always would like the movie i remember being like you know what i just would i will always like this movie and i don't know why but that was before i looked at film critically too so.
2: See, I never saw this movie in the theaters. <clears throat> this was like a in a DVD pile kind of situation that I just pulled out.
0: When did you first see it, Jeff? Was it same, the same time, though, about? Maybe a couple years later?
2: Probably like 2003, 2004.
0: So you're still young enough to like think that this was cool? Or oh, whatever? yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And it had cars, and so my dad thought it was cool. And for me, right, it was just right. like a moment, like, oh, anything to bond with my dad. So there there was a little bit of that attached to it but I mean I don't know when you're young enough it's just it's a fun movie and I would watch it a lot I would watch, it was one of those on repeat movies and uh, as an adult I, you know, it's one of those movies that you just grow out of you know it's like it's like clothes or over the ear ed- headphones or wallet chains it's just something that was cool and you grew out, I, I grew out of it quickly and so it just it, had his, it has its place in my heart. There are some funny actors, and there's a lot of really, like, just, one of the, like, the working actors, a lot of working actors in this movie, like Will Patton, James Duvall, like, these actors that you see in a lot of other movies.
0: I like the attribution of this film as the wallet chain of movies. I think that works.
2: <laughs> but I love that it also has Doctor Who in it. The villain is Doctor Who. It's Christopher Eccleston. Raymond
1: yeah. Calitri.
2: Yeah, Raymond Kalitri, which is a great villain name. Um, but, uh, really yeah,
1: quick, reading a review, Jesse, it, it says, check your brain at the door, enjoy with popcorn. And I think that's like the perfect way to describe this movie.
0: I am able to do that sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. Um, do you want me to? Should I, yeah, should no, I go, I'm ready. Can to I hear- go? Should I go? Yeah, yeah. Here? Okay. <laughs> so this. Uh, and it might not be the review you're expecting, perhaps, because this movie didn't make me angry. I'm gonna be dad here. I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I was like so disappointed in you guys for like liking this movie and making me fucking watch it. Cause, and I was thinking about it um, in terms of things we've done here. And it's like, there are things that I've hated more. Funny games, but funny games I remember extremely well. It was like, interesting. It it sort of, like, helped define the borders of cinema for me. Or even something like In the Name of the King had, while it was mostly boring, like, the production of it and the whole question surrounding that is really fascinating to me. This movie, though, was... It was... And I had never seen it before, but it was loud, dumb, generic, ruthlessly unfunny. It was an assault on my senses and my brain. And above all, it was boring. I was so bored. My brain—really—I I maybe paid attention to like thirty percent of it because my brain just rejected it. It rejected the horrible dialogue. It rejected just the the uh, just pummeling action scenes that just went on for eternity. My brain—I felt like when Jeff was trying to watch Barry Lyndon, <laughs> where it's like it's like I I may may as well have only watched twenty percent of it. And I was like, this, it had nothing for me. It had nothing. Maybe 2% with like a little bit of that Nick Cage hamminess. There's a little, there's something there. Like, Mm -hmm. you cannot take that away from it. I will not take that away from the film. But it was just like, I don't know. And as I walk through my life watching movies or whatever, this was just like an empty candy wrapper on the ground. And I was like, oh, there's an empty candy wrapper. And then I forgot it immediately. Was it an empty candy wrapper or a full condom? Um a full condom would have elicited something more. Okay, but yeah, it, I mean it was a candy at one
1: point, right that someone unwrapped and enjoyed.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this metaphor, but yeah. Okay. It was you, man. Yeah, it you was me. You left the candy wrapper there for me to walk by later. I'm a litter, And I was like, okay. oh, glad. thanks, Alex. Here, glad we spent one of the shows in our in our like limited time on this earth, time about gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, I live For fuck's sake. After I eat for my fuck's candy, sake. by
1: the way. Here in LA, we don't care yeah. about the environment.
0: Well, this is why I wanted you guys to like do your thing before i jumped in because it's like it's like i have nothing to say about it like i have nothing to say you could ask me questions though
1: i can't necessarily rebuke any of those things but part of my question was like do you think it's entertaining enough to to be okay so if you look at the audience score on rotten tomatoes right it like hovers around 80 percent, and then obviously the reviews are on like 20 25 percent
0: yeah so this is the opposite of high life
1: Okay, it's the opposite of a lot of those movies, right? The gems that you find, you like look for the movies that have high critic ratings and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. this movie I feel like so it was a remake. Never seen the original. But as bad as some of the writing is, or excuse me, all of the writing, um, I can't yeah, like I can't argue against any of your points other than it's still entertaining. To me, in spite of all of those points, does I, I, that's like the only <laughs> that's like the only argument I really have. <laughs> Jeff might have a more like eloquent argument than me, honestly. Well, this
0: this can be the problem with like trying to analyze movies like this when not everyone is on board, because it, it, it often can come down to that nostalgia factor where it's like, I, I could see it, I could see it if I watched it at the time, but to me, it just felt like. It was so dated, and I, I had no history with it. It felt like, it felt like a really bad writer and director tried to, like, do a Guy Ritchie kind of thing almost. Not in terms of like the the structure, but the energy. You know what I mean? The jokey energy and just like, failing so hard. But it is. It's definitely like, I, I understand why people would like this movie. I do. It's just completely not for me, a hundred percent. And that's hard to put your finger on because I like things like this you know i I don't know i i probably should have come up with a list and saw saw this example coming but i don't know there there are junk food movies but one of the things i thought in my brain and i was like i was like these guys have no right to complain about marvel movies ever again because any marvel movie is infinitely smarter than this infinitely smarter and more clever
1: i was gonna say it's like a it's like a junk food movie that's fair Without, it's a junk food movie. Without the fighting, the guns, or like the martial combat, really. So when it takes away kind of that aspect and replaces it with cars, it's hard to make that successful. It's, it's hard to make that in, like impe- uh, compelling.
0: Well, it was compelling for a lot of people, and it was successful. Going back to the budget, it was $90 just which is a lot of fucking money in 2000. Um, gross worldwide two thirty seven. So not like a insane success, but doubled its money. You know, at least.
2: I mean, that's that's a success. That's exactly. I mean, this is this is a movie. I think that's really hard to put your finger on because Jesse has a great point in that. Why why would we talk about this movie on a podcast? There's a difference between watching a movie like this would be a funny movie to watch with jesse because he has subjected us to garbage before so it would be funny <laughs> to sit around on like discord or at my house and like subject him to gone in 60 seconds and just watch him go like this is dumb while me and alex go like oh yeah eleanor why do we call him girls names he orders the pizza <laughs> fucking the dog
0: the dog ate the keys and now they have to make the dog go poop yeah, that's like the, that's your plot point in this movie,
2: and the whole like laser cut keys because those were like a new bit of technology at this time. Mm-hmm. So I just think all that stuff was really, f- I don't know. It's just it's so dumb. It's so dumb beyond dumb, and the plot is pointless, and all the actors are pointless, and everything that's happening is pointless <laughs> because. <laughs> because the car just gets, like, fucked up. <laughs> so you're, like...
0: It's, pointless. <laughs> so, it's so pointless. So your
2: MacGuffin is, like, just totally destroyed. And so, either, I don't know, you lose any attachment. And, like, the, the the villain is so disconnected from 90% of the movie. Like, you meet the villain in the beginning. And he's, like, I need 150 cars. And then you get him, the, and then you get him one hundred and forty nine and a half cars, <laughs> and then he's just like,
0: kill him, murder him, <laughs> murder. It was just he was just yeah. Such, who saw that coming? Wow, not me. Jeez, it, yeah, it's just, definitely it, not.
2: So instead of like trying to put a pin on why we like, I mean, we like it because it's nostalgia. We like it because we have our own attachments to it. It's why does a movie like this still, in my opinion look 10,000 times better than anything of it's like coming out today. Is that nostalgia? Is that the kind of like everything's better in my day old man shit? Or is there something to the structuring of these old schlocky 2000s movies that still make them better than a 2022 schlocky movie? Because I'd still rather watch this than anything bullshit in 2022. The Tomorrow War was better. Oh, that, see, that no, I don't agree. No. I would, I would watch this over the Tomorrow War a hundred times. Yeah,
0: but you already liked this movie. You, you'd seen it before. See, this is, this is where the breakdown comes in and trying to like analyze it, right?
1: See, I think that the Tomorrow War looked like and market. I haven't seen it. Disclaimer. If I wanted to go all the way with this argument, I would have to watch it and get back to Jesse on it. But like, it looked like and marketed itself like it was going to be this like. I don't know. It looked like, at least to me, that it that tried to be more than it was. But you, oh, it's seen not it. a good movie. You've seen it's it? A,
0: yeah, I saw so. it. Uh, it's, it's basically a Roland Emmerich film. Um, but but I like, I paid attention to more than thirty percent of it. You know? Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't. I can't. Like, I cannot describe how bored I was watching Gone in sixty seconds. I don't. Is that me getting old? Where it's like, oh my god, it's just flat characters and action. So much action, and action! But then I'm like, no, dude. there are action movies that come out all the time that I love. Did you, like, not you guys care? know I like Marvel? I love. John I don't know I did, that car dude, chase. I, did, did you not care? I did not care. I did not care about anything. Dude, Giovanni so, Ribisi is no no gonna get crushed. No, no, <laughs> no! I was like, uh, I was sending you Reddit memes <laughs> as a way to keep myself busy <laughs> watching this movie. <laughs>
2: but I, I mean, see, that's the, that's the problem though, is because. This movie does do a lot of the quintessential action uh, ingredients really well, and I think that that's being overlooked here just because like the plot was boring,
0: like car chases, What ingredients? Car It's not just the plot that was boring, like yeah. that. But see, like we've talked about action before, where it's like for me, uh, at least action has to be servicing a story i can't just like be like oh an action scene it has to have some sort of like motivation for me to care within it and when it doesn't have that and and especially when it's just like car chases i, I don't know but see
2: that's that's just but i feel like that's something you're overlooking because that's a, a part of cinema history that's very important i mean if you're talking like the blues brothers if you're talking like knight rider uh you know dukes of Hazzard, like, these are the, the quintessential car chases are just a part of the story. They're not really meant to drive the plot of the story along. They're just meant to be something. I mean, can you think of any other action sequences in movies that are longer than car chases?
0: They're the long, sometimes they're like
2: 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. Chases, and that's, like, so
0: there are some extended action scenes, like, um, but those are rare, like John Wick kind of thing.
2: Yeah, but even at most, you get six, eight minutes. There are car Mm. chases like regularly that are 10 plus minutes because you can kind of through even at this time through props and low grade CGI and effects create lots of different dynamic fun obstacles for these so-called pro drivers to go through. And I think that is service to this movie. It's like, it's like, it's like we're John Wick where That's a good uh, example where in John Wick, at least to me, every point that's not John Wick shooting someone in the head is boring. I don't care about the Guild of Assassins. I don't care about the backstory of the Russians. Just show me more of John Wick shooting people in the head because that's the part that's fun. Do you and, feel that way about this
0: movie for yes, cars?
2: Yes, exactly. That's what I was getting to. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that I think that, that that's the say he that's more of Jesse being like, get on with it. Uh is no, I mean that's yeah, that's my point. Is I think this movie does car chases so well, and that's such a, a important ingredient in these type of movies, and I and I just don't want to overlook that.
0: So it sounds like you're indirectly or directly perhaps Admitting that the story and characters in this movie are flat and uninteresting. I said that though. I didn't, I didn't indirectly. Okay. I said that in the beginning. I was like, the still, the actors are boring. Okay. They you look did. like you they're reading off that.
2: cue cards. They have no chemistry. They're all overpaid.
0: Yeah. I need, I need that. I need the story to grab me in order for action sequences to have any meaning in my brain. Because like the, the actions, se- I don't remember. I don't remember the car chases in this movie. My brain tuned them out. They just just did. I was thinking about, like, groceries or something. I don't even know. Is
1: it harmless? Or is it harmful? Like, or was it harmless? Because you said earlier that, like, you felt like it was, like, attacking, like, your senses. But at the same time, you were also, like, bored. So, like... Yeah,
0: so that that does tend to happen when i get bludgeoned like um what was the what was that superman movie man of steel that was like that too where it is it is like it's bludgeoning you to the point where and this wasn't as bad as that by the way in terms of like bludgeoning me um it bludgeons you to the point where you're like okay and your brain shuts down mm-hmm. right it's like i can no longer process any sense like my sensory overload like kill switch engages <laughs> right yeah and this movie did that too um I don't remember, yeah, I just I don't remember it. I, it's it wasn't harmful though. It just it just tuned out. I was like I was just I hate to keep beating a dead horse here because I'm worried that what I'm saying isn't interesting. But I was just so bored. I was just so <laughs> bored, you guys. So it was well, Jeff mean, and Barry Linden. Yeah, I was you like, sound falling like me asleep. and Barry. Yeah. It's like it's like and it's two hours. is so long. Oh, was it two I'd hours? I take umbrage. I take umbrage with your quick and easy and bite size or whatever. <laughs> it felt it felt longer than Barry Lyndon <laughs> to me. Okay, it's like yeah. a it's like a
1: calzone. Then
2: there's a lot of fluff in this movie for sure. I mean, there's this whole scene with like stealing, like all the little like B the C D E F G plots they try to do with like the cars. And, like, the different goofy characters stealing cars. Like, we're going to steal the car from the beach kids during the party. The we're going to steal the car from the fucking, uh, the douchebag guy. Like, the, 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 what is this? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, the guy with the, the sweater tied around his neck. Yeah. Like they, you have, like, all of these little extra plots that, that don't really go anywhere. And because the characters aren't fun... You don't get any satisfaction of them like getting the car. You're like you do you know you're like yeah they got the car now. I, this is my read as an adult. As as I said as when I first watched this movie, every time they got a car, I was like yeah, cross that name off the list. Mary, Susan, Diane, fuck it. Like you know it's just I I mean I was I bought it a hundred percent, and I don't even like cars. I just thought this. It was so cool how they were all just like we're all fucking car crime, crime criminals, and we do crime criminal things, and we're all old and crusty, and I don't know. It's just like. And I love just like uh, Timmy, Timothy Oliphant's character. He's like, I love the line when he's when he walks out. He's like, "Yeah, we thought when you know, by the time you get out, they'll be like flying cars." He's like, <laughs> I love and that. I'm like, I love the that. movie's made in 2000. It's like 21 years later, and Tesla's just first being like, "We're gonna make the car drive by itself." <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I just love people's ideas of the future. Don't you ever talk about my wife? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, D-Roy Lin- Delroy Lindo. I've never known this character's name, but i l- always loved him. He's the Castlebeck, the the main detective. I I love him. I think he was in. Wasn't he oh, in the yeah, core? Oh yeah, that guy. I saw yeah. him. He and was I was like, in it's the It's that core. guy. Yeah, he was in the core. Like I just, I've always loved him and everything he's been in. He's, he's, he's just always funny. Yo, did Aaron uh, Eckhart get
1: canceled?
2: I don't know. Uh. He was like the main actor in the core,
0: right? Oh, it's like—is he in this movie? <laughs> no, he was in the core. I don't think so. I, I didn't hear about I don't know. it.
1: No. Okay, I just haven't seen him in a movie in forever. Uh, anyway, nah, he's in stuff.
0: It's just like, yeah. This movie, I mean, we, we could we could divert to that. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Did
1: you love? Did you love like the filter that it put on when they went to go visit him when he's like in his isolation because he's no longer a criminal and Memphis is like a. He, like, teaches kids how to go-kart or what, some shit at, like, a gas station.
2: The filter
1: <laughs> is so, like, yellow. It's, like, even more so than Man on Fire. It's so ridiculous. But this film is, like, all yellows and blues and greens. That's, like, the only effect that they have on it. Is yeah, that,
2: they play with filters a lot in this movie, oh, like, yeah. for sure. They definitely <laughs> toy with that, like... That era of like throwing crazy opaque filters and crazy like uh, film grain for no reason, for certain scenes, for no no reason. Yeah, there was just a lot of like playing around with the visuals to guess I make up for the fact that the movie is just like the movie is like when your dog drags its ass on the carpet, it's just that streak that's left behind. It's just, it's just, it's almost too simple of a plot
1: that it can only be interesting for like a span of five minutes, I guess. So they have to add so much fluff where it should have been at least 45 to 50 minutes of interesting shit. And then I thought that the car chase at the end was the only cool car chase in the whole
2: movie.
1: Um, Wow.
0: So that's, that's, that seems like contrary to Jeff's point then. Well, the car car chases chases. in the
2: movie are pretty weak up until that one. I do do have to say like that one's epic is they definitely spent all their budget on that scene because it's like 15 minutes long. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, this movie just has, when I think about it, it just has weird weird memories to me. Like there was, this movie taught me what fast was in a car. Because to me, I had never understood, you know, because you get a car, like let's say you get like a Honda Accord, and you look at the speedometer, and it says 120, but you know that if you go 120 in this Honda Accord, for more than even 10 seconds, you're just going to blow it out. (laughs) So that number's there, as like, hey, this car has the potential to do that but it can't really. So when I was younger, cars always were very obscure about like how fast a car could actually go. And it was always something I asked. i had to ask my dad, like how fast can this car really go? And then, so you see in gone in 60 seconds, he gets up to, I think one eighty, in the, when he hits the nitrous. And it's like, I I just found that as a kid, that that's like one of those core memories where I was like, okay, one eighty. hundred. Did you 180. cheer, Did no, you cheer didn't when he jumped
0: the, jumped the cops? No, I didn't cheer. That happened, right? That did, did happen. Did. Jumped, he play. jumps the bridge. He
2: didn't jump. jumps He jumps like forty cars.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. This movie and I was is, like,
1: "Fuck yeah!" It's kind of like a, It's like a heist movie, right? It's like a typical heist movie, but.
0: It is. It has that structure. Yeah. Of, well, we gotta we gotta get the team together, and then we gotta do the heist, and like there's a complication with the heist. Look, I mean premise wise, <clears throat> all right. You get Nicolas Cage, and he has to steal 40 cars in a night. That sounds like fun. 50. And like if you check your brain at the door, I'm sure it is. I don't know. See, this is the thing. Also, it's like you guys know, and and the listeners will know that I'm like I can I can be kind of an asshole about movies. For sure, and it's like really strange sometimes what I find acceptable and what I don't. <laughs> and it's it's like hard for even me to put my finger on a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do like reading the reviews for this though. It's, they're, all these car puns. Oh, Let's God. Go for It's it. the, the flat tire of summer movies. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: one was written in 1936, folks.
0: A mindless cliche-ridden action cartoon. A blur of metal and fire and screeching tires with bad dialogue, cardboard characters, and a volume set so high, it makes the Indianapolis 500 sound like chamber music.
1: Oh, Jesus. It's like... That person you, really was sensitive to the like auditory, visual aspect of the film. But I mean,
0: that's the review I would have written. Yeah, I was going to say, that one sounded <laughs> very similar it. to
1: yours. but
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: It's just one of those movies that, for me, it's easy. It's easy to eat. But at least, like, I can acknowledge it's like an Almond Joy, right? Or a Mounds. (laughs) Some people fucking hate them. That someone has already eaten. (laughs) Some people fucking hate them. But they will be in the candy section and in the chip section when you go into your 7-Eleven at 4 in the morning. And you might see some weird dude next to you grab one of those. So I can understand why this movie is successful Mm. only Mm. because it worked on me but i can see why someone else would not like this movie at all
0: steven hunter from the washington post i'll tell you what's gone in 60 seconds all right my attention (laughs) thumbs up to you steven hunter (laughs) telegraph joke it's like you knew from
2: the first word what the last word was gonna be yep yep
0: yep Yep, 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 it's just yep
2: It's a movie that existed for the moment. Mm. It didn't exist to be in some kind of plastic case on someone's shelf as their. That's
0: what we're watched. doing now, though. We're putting it in the plastic case on the shelf of the real weirdos, essentially. Oh but
1: hell yeah, we
2: are.
0: And I fucking am so <laughs> so irritated. You're gonna get you're, you're gonna get yours, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get I yours. Mean, the Russian roulette is gonna be brutal. It's oh, dumb
2: man. to talk about this movie at all in this capacity. <laughs> It does feel ridiculous, and there are moments where I, I, I feel like I'm stretching to try to make this uh, take the time it should. But uh.
0: I tell you what, though, I missed—I missed, I missed a, a, a Alex softballed in, which should have been an amazing joke, and I didn't see it until later. But we were talking about the threat of nuclear war. To go back to that, oh. and he was like, "Well, what if? What if the last thing you see is gone in sixty seconds?" I mean, that joke writes itself. That joke writes itself. Like, oh, I could have been gone in 60 seconds, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You can write, write your own. Just leave one in the comments. I mean, I was, I was like, damn it. I totally missed that. Oh, my God. We'll, what we
2: won't do for just a dumb joke in this fucking podcast. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, when, when when this is our movie. <laughs>
2: I mean, it is, it is like I said, it is what it is. It existed for the time. It's, it, it meant to grab the kids that it did. And then, like I said, I, I, I watched this movie for however long until I grew out of it. And then this is the first time in 15 years I've seen it. And I'll never watch it again unless <laughs> for some reason my kid digs it up. And it's like, let's watch this. And I'm like, Alright, fine. Like, you know, otherwise it's just one of those movies that's not meant to to stand the test of time and it doesn't.
0: Be curious to like like show it to your nephew and see if he thinks it's cool, even now that it's like twenty one years old, you know, or is it like too dated? He'll think it's cool probably because he loves cars. I wanna watch cars so should we do no, cars next not the
2: movie no. cars he, <laughs> he loves like actual like he loves like cars like cool, classic cars because my dad you know mm. so there is that influence on him already but the kid doesn't have the attention span i mean he, he stands up and watches movies <laughs> <laughs> so that's all <laughs> you really need to know
0: it's like watching with skylar or something Jeez. Yeah. oh what is what are the best car movies there's like Vanishing Point from the 70s. Bullet. That's the classic. Herbie Halloween. Bullet. Yeah, Bullet is awesome. Did you say Herbie Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? I was talking. I didn't hear
1: that. Just said Herbie Halloween. <laughs> Herbie uh. Halloween.
0: That's What the hell is that?
2: <laughs> it doesn't work out. I have to explain it. Fuck.
0: Oh my God. I've never even heard of that. I'm happy you got that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alex. Explain it to me. It's just like... Uh, I needed to explain. What?
2: I thought he was just talking about her,
0: the Herbie movie. The one with it's like... this a shitty
2: Adam Sandler yeah. Herbie movie. Oh. With the I VW. stopped paying attention
0: to Adam Sandler when he went on the Netflix. I don't know what his movies are anymore. Oh, man. It's not oh, man. my problem anymore.
2: So great. Uh Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really... I didn't
1: see uh, that one with... um
2: I don't really pay attention to car movies. Matt Damon yeah. and
1: Christian Bale.
0: Matt Damon and Christian. B- oh yeah, Ford, the racing Ferrari. one. Uh, Ford v Ferrari. Yeah, it's a good movie. I did. Oh, see... Oh yeah, I heard it.
2: that actually was really good. Rush, with
0: uh, one Rush. Was really I saw that film. Um, it was alright. I think. Yeah, I don't remember. It was alright. It was alright. Those uh, are more like those aren't like like car action movies. Uh, They're okay. more just like those are like, just like, like racing movies. Mad Max, racing movies.
2: Mad Max Fury Road.
0: Mad Max Fury Road has to be like the best right that movie is fucking phenomenal it's so good we should have done that <laughs> I know <laughs> why couldn't we watch that movie instead <laughs> that movie though
1: is is I feel like is in a different genre yeah oh, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, good, just movies. Happens to have cars. <laughs> good
0: movies good movies <laughs> yeah uh, it's in the genre of, of successful good Alex movies. is getting hammered today Oh no! He's like, why? Why did I have successful. to choose
1: this movie? Successful. Oh yeah. How much money? How much money did Mad Max make?
0: Oh, a lot. It was very successful. Period. I don't know. I could look it up. You should. It's successful though. I shouldn't. <laughs> okay, I won't. No, Jeff, I say Jeff you X- Oh, okay. Uh I mean, Fury Road is the best,
2: like, it's one of the best movies made in a while. Because it's he's just doing, uh, so
0: tight. It is. It's, like, perfectly economical. And all the implied storytelling in it is fantastic. Um, yeah, George Miller is working on, he's working on at least a Furiosa prequel. And, I, yeah, and I believe also a legit sequel. I'm stoked for those, man.
2: Yeah, I like Tom Hardy, his uh Max and
0: Thomas Hardy. yeah. One fifty million, gross worldwide, uh three seventy five. So, I mean obviously I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Spider Man No Way Home, but but it did pretty well.
2: I mean it's pretty much the same if you scaled it. If you think about it, as far as like the difference in Yeah.
0: Actually, yeah, pretty similar. Damn. <laughs> and now we're <laughs> at the podcast impasse, everybody dead about air 40, 40 minutes <laughs> 42 minutes what else you guys watched this week do we have anything more to say about guy in 60 seconds I'm down to just chill for a while just talk about whatever
2: I mean I don't know it's I'm so behind on movies like I still need to see Macbeth I still need to see it's
0: crazy you have not seen that yet by the way yeah, yeah you I, know. I, I saw, of all people
2: I just I just haven't been able to like sit down and watch a movie I've just been so tired lately
0: what platform is it on it is on Apple. Mm. So I'm going to sign up for your free Apple Plus subscription or whatever's.
2: Yeah, I want to watch Dune again. Just kind of like... The new one? Yeah, just kind of like get a second beat <laughs> at that. Not the old I one? I mean,
0: I would think it would be the new one. <laughs> Not so, oh wait, Jeff actually did like the old one. It was you and I that couldn't stand it.
2: No, I didn't Alex. like it. I just thought it was uh, just, you know passable i thought it was a good movie sheathed in shitty execution
1: jeff jeff tapped into the lore more than we did
0: yeah you were more willing to like accept its foibles than alex and i
2: before we move into like other stuff though i just on imdb uh uh, i'm i'm gone in 60 seconds on imdb and i i love the suggestions that it's giving me more like this and all these movies to me are great lay it on con air Hell Con yes. Air, awesome. And if you don't think Conair's is awesome, stick it up your ass. Fuck
0: you. I need to see that one again. I I think that that movie, though, uh, if I if I'm going off the memory of like what I think about it, operates in the way that this should, you know, and probably does for a lot of people. Where it's like, is this an, an, an like an ad- objectively smart movie? Probably not. But is it functioning as like pure fucking entertainment where you're just like, yes, whatever, shovel it in.
2: Yes, also. No. Because that's the thing is, I don't think you, that Con Air you could possibly have the same reaction to as you did to this movie. Like, no, if, you, Con think, Air is Con if Air you think is Con fun, if you think Con Air is boring, like you have no pulse.
0: No, you got John Malkovich in there. Nicholas Cage's hair in that movie is fantastic. <laughs> uh,
2: John so I, these
0: are mostly these are mostly Nick
2: Cage movie. It's suggesting obviously.
0: Is it does it recommend Face Off? It does. The Rock. The I fucking love Face Off. Face Off is unironically one of my favorite action movies. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. Face Off
2: was the first movie as a kid. Maybe the only movie I can remember my parents telling me I wasn't allowed to watch with them.
0: Damn. Yeah, I mean, how can you not love Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, two insanely strange actors playing each other? it's so wild <laughs> and then you have John Woo directing so it's like a legitimately great action movie too and they
2: actually do a really good good job yeah of playing each other they kind of they get into each other's mannerisms really well um, Armageddon I mean classic <laughs> classic shit mm, Michael reference Day. referenced referenced one of the most scientifically inaccurate fucking movies I love you
0: it you want to know something strange that movie is part of the Criterion collection. What? Okay. It's like it's like the one movie that doesn't make sense in the Criterion Collection. It's like crazy that it's huh. an, I don't understand. I don't understand the rationale.
1: That's weird.
0: It is it's very weird. I, I guess just for cultural impact. I was gonna I say
1: it is pretty like widespread. People love that fucking movie.
0: Yeah, but then why not like Independence Day? That was bigger, right? And just as dumb and bad. People loved that movie as well. I think that's it's what just... I'm saying. Like Independence Day was even bigger than Armageddon.
1: Oh, you mean why did the Criterion Collection take that one in?
0: Yeah, why did they take Armageddon? I don't know. Well, you but... may never know without research that I refuse to do at this moment. <laughs> 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 what else we got, Jeff? What else does it recommend?
2: Um well it doesn't recommend but I was just thinking like this also reminds me of a movie that I love that I was thinking of recommending one time but I just thought like in the same vein of this like I thought you guys would just hate it and then it would be there'd be nothing for us to talk about but it's um the uh, Paul Walker running scared and I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before hmm. but it's also kind of in the same vein as this I I really love that movie and I really recommend it it's interesting I think it's it's kinda got that man on fire aesthetic with a lot of like quick cuts and layering and all that kind of stuff, but
0: Running in, Scared. In a
2: good way, but so yeah, Paul Walker's Running Scared two thousand six. I, I really recommend this movie. I, I was gonna put have us do it on the episode of uh, the podcast, but I was like, eh, it's no real point.
0: Well, see that when we when you have ideas like that, just send it over to me and we can like book report it, you know? Maybe because that's yeah. the perfect perfect venue to do movies like this. Honestly, I was on the I was on the verge of like just saying you guys should just do a book report of this movie. By the way, if you if people don't know, that's that's when just two of us do an episode. Sometimes they're shorter, sometimes not, but basically just two of us, same kind of format. But um, I was like, eh, we need we need an episode for this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's
2: just it, it's just one of those movies I I recommend watching it's pretty interesting uh and in the schlocky kind of way but but it's really fun but uh but yeah it, it, i just i just keep thinking of movies like this that i th- feel stand and we were talking about man on fire or or equilibrium that's a really good movie the we're one like,
1: with christian bale
2: yeah with christian bale movie's fucking
1: fun. strange in a good, yeah, in like in a like, good way. It's just it was quiet.
2: <coughs> yeah, but it's it's always considered to be shit. It was made around the same year. It has a shitty ass rating on Metascore. It did get it's panned. Around, yeah, around the same uh, rating as as uh, this movie, Gone in sixty seconds. But yet, there's something about it that's unique that holds true, and it, it, it's fun to rewatch. And it's like, where does that where does that get lost in this era of? shitty half-ass movies
0: yeah i don't know equilibrium is like that's a movie that gets referenced fairly often still um maybe that's just because like we are the age group that we are and we have the friends that we have um but i i recent i recently i want to say in the last year or two i finally saw that movie equilibrium and i mean you guys know me I didn't think it was good, but I thought it was interesting, right? I think it was, like, it had some interesting stuff, and... Whenever you have dystopian world states that deal with, I don't know, sort of, like, Orwellian themes, and, like, the, the death of freedom and, I don't know, these, these cool science fiction elements, then you're always gonna grab me on a conceptual level, even if, like, the storytelling has problems. I don't know. It was an interesting movie, but also for me, like having a more like sci-fi dystopian kind of version is more interesting, just because that's more my aesthetic than like, look at these cool dudes uh, driving cars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's some aesthetic. That's what I'm
2: starting to say is like, what about the aesthetic of? What about the aesthetic of all of these other films makes them something to hold on to and? and referenceable and part of kind of some subculture of film and while other movies like gone in 60 seconds tried to do that and still kind of with certain people like me and Alex but just fall so flat like you as an adult watched equilibrium and found okay this movie's not great but there's something to gain from it
0: yeah I mean I I remember it I remember it very well and that's always like a key right like I said like I said earlier I remember funny games really well. I remember like fucking Return of the K- not Return of the King. What was it called? God, Legend of the King, Legend of the Dungeon Siege yeah. of Terrible. I don't know. Um, orcs and <laughs> Orcs and slingshots. The movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I remember Equilibrium very well, and that speaks well of it, even if I didn't think it was like great. Because um, I watched a lot of things, and my memory is very like. Uh, yeah, it is what it is, essentially. Like, I watched this movie two days ago. I don't remember anything. I remember, like, nothing. Yeah. I remember them being like, the, I remember the gang member being like, oh, dude, you're digging through dog poop? That's gross, bro. And I was like, Uh can I be done yet? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was only 25 cars in, Jesse. You got to wait.
0: Yeah. How many? How many were there? There were like a 50. 50. Yeah, yeah one hundred no, fifty. No, <laughs> 50. I mean, honestly, it's just Same as amount of as fifty cars in, in uh, one night. Yeah, it was.
2: It, it was, uh, it, it was uh, same amount as Pokemon, one hundred fifty.
0: No,
1: it was no. five
2: no. zero. No.
0: <laughs> it was fifty. <laughs>
2: That's the best no I've ever heard in my life.
0: That little kid energy. No, no.
2: It was, no it was, it, was this, and it it's illogical it didn't have little kid energy it had like like <laughs> eighth grade girl who's so sure of herself and like stamps her foot energy like
1: no does the clapping actually, the no. hands.
2: <laughs> um yeah but uh this movie has stirred up something in my bowels and i have to go poopy so we should uh we should wrap
0: Okay, we'll we'll leave it there. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Jeff's gonna go poop. Yeah. Uh, Alex is gonna uh, watch Gone in sixty seconds again. Yes. Then and, Barry uh, Lyndon. I'm gonna play with my cat, and then and then we'll we'll, we'll all watch Barry Lyndon together. <laughs> no, we won't. What is the no, next movie? Yeah, what if? So next movie, we're gonna do Russian Roulette.
2: No, oh, yeah. no. Yeah.
1: Shit! I should have chose yeah. something
2: that made you happy. Fuck. Well. I'm going to suffer for your fucking... Yeah. In a, in, in I aptitudes. mean,
0: let's be real here. You were going to suffer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a new segment, by the way, for people who've made it to the end of this ragtag episode. <coughs> Russian Roulette, where I'm going to queue up some movies. I'm going to give these guys a choice, um, a disguised choice. And then... They'll choose what murders them. We're gonna watch it together and much like our Christmas with the Cranks episode, edit it down into hopefully the funny bits. Oh, God. Are you excited? Cool. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, can we
1: just can we do real Russian Roulette instead? <laughs> <laughs> can you
0: do that? Yeah, there's a couple ways to think about it, right? Like one of them is like, choosing the bullet that will kill you or just wishing for death and it not happening (laughs) you know
2: i got a poopy so i'm gonna wish for death
0: okay get out of here me and alex will will say goodbye
2: okay bye everyone
0: bye jeff good night
2: all right do i stop the recording
0: yeah get out of here go (laughs) me and alex are gonna talk about highbrow cinema now now that the pleb is gone (laughs) are you still rolling oh i am you are good well, now that Jeff's gone, what um, what artistic phenomenal thing are we going to watch after uh, Enter the Void? Oh, that's a good question. Titane? <laughs> no. You're not going to watch Titane? Mm, I
1: mean, if you want to, it's, it's your... I've already seen it. Okay. I did a review. Okay. Well, then I'll think of something for Book Report. I, okay. I have one in mind that I think okay. you would like.
0: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next one. Real weirdos Good never known how to end. <laughs> peace out, peace love and hand grenades and fuck you Russian warships. Yes. Bye bye. Now our podcast is done and we have to run. We know it is sad, but we had so much fun. Don't be bereft, Jesse, Alex and Jeff. We'll be back real soon The real weirdos We talk about movies for way too goddamn long boo